Good morning. So five nutrient deficiencies you could easily fix today. If you're coming in, give me a hello. Um, if you're on replay, drop a replay below. If you find this helpful or feel that someone else um, could benefit from it, do like, share it. I really appreciate that. Um, so over the next three to five minutes, I'm going to be going over potentially five nutrient deficiencies you could easily fix today. Now, when it comes to this in, in the first instance, how do you know you're deficient? Are you deficient? Um, should you test? These are many questions that come up a lot. And I'm going to give you generally whole food approaches to this, but also options that could consider. Because people ask, oh, should I supplement? Should I supplement? Always start with your nutrition first. Um, but don't be afraid to use supplements. And I, and I say that because with nutrition, it's a very complex thing because you can quickly see results with a supplement. You can quickly see results by changing your diet, which is really exciting from your energy levels. Like literally, like in a few days, from your energy levels, like really short term things. And if you look at like vitamin B, for example, people experience such good energy from like vitamin B, like high doses of that, like short term. Um, not saying do that. But anyway, let's go into them. So number one is omega-3. Now omega-3 is a really interesting one because it's found in uh, oily fish, mackerel, sardines. Um, and we know that three grams daily is associated with a reduced risk. It's even on the packets, on everything, reduced risk of heart disease. Now, what you could argue, though, is does is this essential given that there are people who are vegan who perhaps, you know, there's been research that vegan diets might also be protective of heart health. So is it that you actually need it? Can you get it from seeds? Can you get it from um, nuts? And it's a really interesting one because if you look at that um, in terms of ALA, which is found in seeds and, and nuts, actually really poorly, um, hey Mary, it's very poorly converted to EPA and DHA, which are the omega-free fatty acids found in oily fish, which are associated with decreased risk of um, heart disease. So it's a really interesting one. <clears throat> but one thing I'd recommend, given the research overall, is that we know that taking omega-3 has a good impact. We know it can help with also uh, muscle protein synthesis, which can help with potential reduction in muscle loss, which could impact uh, sarcopenia, muscle loss with age, and you've got diabetes risk, independence, all of these things. Um, so my recommendation here is eat two to three portions of oily fish a week. If you can't do that, supplement with omega-3. Um, if you're a vegan, you can easily get an algae supplement. And I would personally recommend prioritizing that over like seeds, etc. Like, Not that there's any problem with that, but if you're getting them for your omega-3, it's probably not going to cover the basis. Okay, number two is magnesium. Like Things like muscle cramps, fatigues, migraines are associated with this. Um, you've got the research showing that one in seven are deficient in this. Um, and it's the second most deficiency in first world countries, which is crazy, right? Um, only behind vitamin D, as you can probably imagine. Hopefully, this whole pandemic has actually helped bring people's to um, vitamin D. Um, and we know this reduces risk of uh, upper respiratory tract infections. So hopefully this has brought more attention to it, which is on... Uh, one later on. Anyway, magnesium. So um, you can get it from greens, spinach, kale, all that 
good stuff. Seeds, nuts, again, come up. Beans, fruits, certain fruits, especially um, banana, avocado, uh, dark chocolate. Um, then you've got like the, the skin absorption, so Epsom salts, but you could consider supplementing um, like magnesium citrate, but try and get those foods in your diet first and foremost, because by getting more greens, you know, some seeds, beans, fruits, dark chocolate, you, you're probably gonna benefit your diet anyway, right? Like regardless of magnesium. You know, already we've talked about two things, oily fish, um, omega-free, seeds, veggies, beans, fruits, like already, even by just talking about these nutrients, we're, which we know do a lot, muscle cramps, even weak bladder in the night, which maybe then helps you sleep better at night, which gives you more energy, makes you make better informed, more intelligent decisions. My hands are going crazy. So um, vitamin B12 is an excellent. I, I did touch on that. Um, you can't produce vitamin B, uh, but we all need it. Like nerves, brains, your blood cells, they all need it. It's essentially... You have to get it from food. It's how we get our energy as well. So it mainly comes from animal products. You can find some in algae and fortified products. Um, so, you know, you'll get quite a lot though from the main source of obviously meat, uh, milk, eggs, dairy. Uh, you'll see that uh, plant-based milks will be, a lot of them will be supplemented with it. Uh, not super high amounts, if I'm honest. Uh, if you are vegan, nutritional yeast is a great source. Um, but the absorption of vitamin B is quite complex. So you, you might know someone, you might yourself um, go, yeah, I, I need like a shot of um, vitamin B every so often. Um, there, is, there are conditions where you can't absorb it so well. More on that another day. Anyway, number four, vitamin D. Uh, as I said, yeah, super important. We don't get enough of it despite... Um, you know, even if we have a good summer, we, we wear sun cream, um, which impacts our absorption of it, or we stay in the shade, right? Because we're told to, and we don't want to burn or whatever. It's too hot, or we're working. So even in the sun, we don't get it. Like, and that's why, uh, even if you look at studies in uh, people in Australia, for example, people in Spain, they're still often deficient in it, um, which is interesting. It's no wonder that public health recommend that we all should be supplementing with it, between October and April, not just to reduce the risk of upper respiratory tract infections, which it shows, but also to um, really help with our mood that we know, potentially gut health, like we know seasonal affective disorder and vitamin D can have a really imp good impact on that as well. Um, so definitely one to consider. Number five is iron. This is the most common deficiency in the world. Um, definitely amongst women um, with a menstrual cycle. Um, so there's two types of iron, which I wanna go over. There's heme iron. This is very well absorbed and found mainly in uh, animal products. And then there's non-heme. It's not easy absorbed, found in um, animal foods and veggies, grains, um, such as like lentils, things like that. So when you see like spinach is high in iron, it's actually high in non-heme. So non-heme iron, you need to convert to heme, which is quite a long, lengthy process to help you do this. Um, so if you're not eating meat at all, then you want to pair it, pair it with vitamin C. Okay, so have vitamin C around your meal when you're having like beans, lentils, whether that is from the vegetables that you have anyway, or whether you supplement more so, which if you're quite low, you could do. Um, and also, you're going to hate this one. I hate this one. Reduce your consumption of 
tea and coffee around that meal because the tannins in tea and coffee can bind to the iron receptors and the result of that is that um, you potentially absorb less iron. So um, you could consider supplementing. I mean, it's a very complicated one with multivitamins like will a multivitamin do? It depends on the dose, the type, the brand, how much they have in them. Um, and the thing with nutrition, it's a really interesting area, as, as you know, because I talk about it every day. It drives me up in the morning. No, no, no. My kids and family do first, then nutrition, I think. Um, no joke. Uh, so food is so different to nutrition is so different to like medicine. And, you know, you can't just give one food and that's it. Like, let's see what this medication does. Let's see what this food does. Because foods work synergistically together. We know that one will help the other. Like I just said, with like vitamin C and iron, they're helping each other out. So those like, you know, having steak and vegetables, you've got vitamin C and you've got good heme iron there. Like by default, a lot of absorption. Foods work synergistically. You've got turmeric and then you've got black pepper. Foods working synergistically to increase the absorption of the goodness that's in turmeric. Um, so yeah, fascinating. Anyway, so the result of that is though, is that we never know whether a supplement is doing, whether it's because the supplement is doing anything or not, because it might be that someone takes a omega-3 supplement and goes, that's, that's made no difference uh, on their heart disease risk, on their joints, on their mood, on their cognition. Um, but maybe they were already eating two portions of oily fish a week. Maybe they were eating a little one portion of oily fish, whatever it is. So they've not gone from like there to there. And this is a big thing because it's very difficult to, I'm getting all sciencey on this now, very difficult to research nutrition sometimes because of the ethical side of it. Like if you took people who were very deficient in vitamin D, very deficient in a nutrient, it would be unethical to give half of them a placebo and not uh, sort their deficiency out. So the, the problem with that is, is before the study, they sometimes bring them up to normal levels, then supplement. And then they go, oh, there's no, no benefit of supplementing. Well, of course, there's no benefit from supplementing if that person's already got normal levels. It's a, it's a funny game, this nutrition game. But I hope that helps. Any questions on that, let me know. Anything you're taking already, comment below, let me know. Anything, any questions on that, do let me know. If you found this helpful, do like, share it. Um, and yes, it's the 22nd of December already. Time is flying. Have an awesome one and I'll see you soon. Take care.